0: Up bed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Happy Monday? Yes, Monday. It is Monday. Wow. Hope you're all doing well. We're going to have a game tonight and oh boy, is this going to be a humdinger. Because it's kind of a stopgap, a one-shot. It's going to be mute in future because we got a few people not going to be there, and I like to hold off for the exciting climax of my astonishing swordsman adventure, the current one anyway. So we're gonna—I'm gonna be doing something pulling out of my sphincter here. I guess I don't know, but everybody's excited. Oh, Gage. Grandson Gage, oh, he is so excited. He's thrilled to be playing Mutant Future, so I can't let him down. I think I got an idea or two for him. Sure. Okay, we're going to talk more about Undead. I'm just, like I said, I'm just going through the list randomly until I run out of the run out Undead, and then we're going to move on. Today, the Ghast. Ghast is one of those, what, type? of Undead, because they don't come along very often. Although they have something, uh, one or two things that are unique to them. They are cousins of, they're very much like ghouls. Almost indistinguishable. You don't see the ghast until first edition ADD. I look through basic, it isn't there, I haven't looked through, I don't have the three brown books, so I don't look through those. I start from Holmes up to first edition. So, the first appearance of the ghast is in first edition. So, and what, and what do we have here? AC4, good AC. Four hit dice, sure. Chaotic evil. Intelligence vary, which makes him, I believe, a step above the average ghoul. So, that's a good thing on the DM's part anyway. <laughs> says they're almost completely indistinguishable... And they may be found with a pack of ghouls but you always know, you can tell after a while that there's a ghast in amongst their mists because they stink. Boy, do they stink. It's like a troglodyte stink. And because there's this carrion stench that follows them in a 10 foot radius. And you ha- everybody in the area has to make a saving throw versus poison. And if you don't make it, because versus nausea if you don't make it you will attack at a, a minus 2 on your hit dice rolls oh get this they can paralyze like ghouls but elves are not immune to gas so there's that of course they're of course they're immune to sleep and charm things like that but gas are a fun thing to throw into something to change it up. I always love the change-up monsters. In other words, oh, it's another thing like that. You put white in there? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. And I'm having a feeling that that's why Gary put that in there. Because, I, first of all, I don't like gotcha monsters. You know I don't like gotcha monsters like Rust Monsters and Ear Seekers and things like that. They're basically, or as I put it, it's one of those, the DM is tired of your crap monsters and they're made specifically to thwart something the pcs have a habit of doing all the time now it's good every once in a while to throw one in just to remind the pcs that you know the same thing will not work every time but some some dms are so sadistic they will constantly do that i remember the I, i don't know there's certain dms that just they have Bad habits like that, but that—that's for another episode. But a ghast, throw that in there every once in a while. Then the elves start getting afraid if they know what a ghast is, because they will eat people like ghouls. And I believe they are all ta- also attached to the negative material. No, they don't, because they don't—they don't have a level drain here. So I'm assuming they're—they're they're just undead. I think that people who. Get raised back as a ghoul, or raise themselves back as they get. They get a choice. If they're really nasty, they'll come back as a ghast or something like that. It's one of those things where, okay, we're gonna keep it in the monster. They're we're gonna keep it ambivalent and let the DM figure it out how that works in their world, which is nice. I like that. Now, and they. <laughs> It says they're struck by any sort of weapon, and the clerics can't turn them. Of course, they're on the chart, yes. It also says iron causes double damage, like Fay. So so a circle of protection from evil doesn't keep them at bay, unless it's used, it says here, in conjunction with cold iron, such as a circle of powdered iron or an iron ring or something like that. So if you have cold iron... I used to play a monk with a bow staff... One end was silver; the other end was cold iron. Just for those, just for that reason, I think I played a mage that way too. That's the kind of thing that's good to have if you have a, if for a mage or whoever carries a staff. One end silver, one end cold iron. So you're ca- so you're covered for um, like th- lycanthropes and things like Fey and this critter. And it's it, they just they take double damage. It's great finally something that actually gives you an advantage on on a, on a critter which is really i'm happy to see so i'm sure you they would be follow, found in the employee of some maybe something like a lich or something like that. or you can use it as a, as a short adventure marauding ghasts i wouldn't put more than two or three together and like I said, you can mix them in with the ghouls, mix them in with the mix them in with the skeletons, skeletons, ghouls, and gas. I mean, you've got that's almost unstoppable right there. But the players are going to try anyway, so go ahead and let them. That'd be fun. So give them a shot and see how they do. Let me know about it. So why don't you send me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com and tell me about it or anything else in your mind, or you can give me a voicemail here at Anchor. That's nice. And we are, we are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can support this program and I thank you. And I'd like to thank Jonathan Dorj, Wendell Jessen, and Oliver Sheik, who are my two supporters, supporters right now. And thank you, fellas. You are keeping this show going, and you're the best. Thanks. So, I'm going to go start my day. So, until I see you guys next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.